1: Hey, welcome in, welcome in to episode 33 of the Oh No Disc Golf Podcast. It's Kyle, the hat, here as always with my best friend in the entire world, the bald, Eric Wolverton. Eric's all the way in Michigan, I'm in Colorado, and we make a disc golf podcast called Oh No Disc Golf. Every Wednesday, you can catch a new episode, and this is the latest one, episode thirty-three. Eric, what is your random tangent today? If you throw a putt from
0: fifteen feet in really hard at center change, at center chains, and it spits back out, it's your fault. It's not the basket's fault. It's because you got frustrated. You threw it too hard, and the basket rejected it. You don't need to throw it that hard from 15 feet in. You don't. Same?
1: I'm I'm actually with same you. Same
0: with the putts that hit really hard left high, hand side and spit out. It's not the basket's fault. Or just weak side, whatever hand you may be putting with. It's not the basket's fault.
1: You messed up. There are some that are the basket's fault, sure. But I agree with you. The disc doesn't lie. Like, there's... There's putts that are going to go in. There are perfect putts that are going to go out. Like, And then there's
0: bad putts that aren't going to go in no matter how much you want to blame it on the basket.
1: Yeah. So,
0: Sorry. Basically just putt better. I don't want to hurt your feelings. That's what you're saying. We had to get that out of the way. Tired of seeing it.
1: If you can't get enough of us here on the podcast every Wednesday, you can always check us out on mostly on Instagram, but we're also on Facebook. Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. And we have a ripping and Roarin' Patreon if you want to contribute in that way. We're affiliated with starframediscs.com. That's starframediscs.com. Use the code ONO oh to get 5% off over there. Let them know that we sent you over there by using the code ONO oh and get 5% off.
0: Tell them about the stuff at the Teespring store.
1: Oh yeah! So actually, my wonderful partner Cody, she's also on a podcast called Science with Millennials. You can check that out anywhere there are podcasts. Decided to help because I haven't looked at the merch in a little while, so she decided to help out and go through our merch store real quick and kind of revamp a couple things and added a couple new things. So check out some new stuff over at our Teespring Thanks, store. Thanks, Cody. That's teespring.com backslash stores backslash Oh No disco We have
0: a wonderful episode number 33 for you today. We are going to be talking with the trash man. We are going to talk a little bit about the MVP Open and the Maple Hill Dilemma. And for our top five, everybody's favorite, we did our top five most underrated discs. So, kicking off the episode, Kyle is now the trash man.
1: I've been the trash man, but yeah. So my OCD's been a little bit worse lately, so when I see trash on the course lately, it's been like more bothersome to me. So
0: what do you do about it?
1: I'm going to start a weekly disc golf course cleanup for the Denver area. Eventually, we'll provide bags and gloves and, I mean, potentially reflective Vests if we if, you know we're gonna be playing or like you know on on courses or near a road anywhere where they could be in danger yeah but essentially just gloves and bags and come on out and we'll we'll pick up trash on whatever course we're on that day I will try and come up with like a schedule and make it a running thing until winter so dude
0: whoever finds the sweetest piece of trash gets the lowest
1: bag tag
0: for the for the day
1: that'd be cool. <laughs> Yeah, I need to do something fun. Like, I I want it to be in the morning, so maybe we'll do, like, a round afterwards once we're all done. Yeah, that's cleaning right. Cleaning or, maybe, little, like, yeah. something. Yeah. Have have a group round or a... But, yeah, so if you're interested in uh, helping out, hit me up on Instagram.
0: So uh, what can courses do in the future to keep from needing you to come
1: there and clean it up for them? That's been my biggest uh, question lately. And what'd you come up with? Signs are inefficient. They usually work for like a couple weeks, but then people just end up littering anyway. Right next to the sign? Yeah. So (laughs) what you need to do essentially, I believe, is just put as many trash cans as often as possible. At least, at least every three holes. Yeah, three holes I think would be decent. I think that's the minimum.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I mean, even with... You could have a trash can at every hole, and there's still going to be those dickheads who don't care.
1: Totally. The more
0: opportunity you give people.
1: It's it's that Disney theory where there's a trash can within 35 feet of you at uh, the Magic Kingdom at all times. It's just they don't want anyone to litter. And I bet you people still litter there. Uh, They do, but there's trash cans everywhere. Like, yeah. So... Provide people the opportunity to throw things away appropriately. And typically they do. But when there's no trashes. It's
0: always going to be those assholes, though. i say don't do it. I completely agree with you. Can. There's nothing you can yeah.
1: do about those people. Yeah. I'm aiming for the general population, the 95% of people who are not those people. So generally, should be um, helpful. Either that or like for cigarette butts in particular, I'm thinking about like five gallon buckets. That I can fill with a little bit of sand and then some rocks and they can be essentially just like, you know, ashtrays or whatever. Just so that people have a place for their cigarette butts besides the ground on every hole. I feel like that would be a nice cheap way to do it.
0: My brother came up with a good tip for people who smoke and don't know what to do with their cigarette butts. Keep your empty pack of cigarettes in your in your bag and then put it out in the ground and then throw the cigarette butt in the in the old pack. It's a good idea. Shout out to Sean Wolverton for for the good idea cuz I don't
1: smoke so I took about an hour earlier today and went over to Village Greens just their parking lot and picked up trash. I got a claw and hooked my ph- taped my phone to it essentially. So I have a new thing going on, kind of a series that I'm gonna start, I think, called Claw Vision. Not the trash man. Maybe I'll I'll have a name change, but we'll see.
0: Claw Vision with the Trash Man.
1: Claw Vision with the Trash Man. The the Hat. For the formerly known as the Hat.
0: It's now the trash man.
1: Now the trash man. Oh, I, uh, I shouldn't I shouldn't order that shirt then.
0: <laughs> well just uh We'll just like spray paint over top of it. Trash man.
1: Yeah. Or just put <laughs> some trash over top of it. Yeah,
0: there we go. There's an idea and that's recycling.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's uh that's my my idea is to try and just push to clean up the courses around the Denver area because they need it. I just went to a horrible little park called the Dry Dock in Aurora. It was like the first disc golf course that I hated. Just because of the trash? I spent an hour, instead of warming up and throwing, I spent it cleaning up trash off around the first hole. Wow. was yep. a lot of trash. It was a lot of trash, and I didn't get everything because there is a fuck ton of broken glass everywhere.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't know what it is with people who drink beer bottles.
1: Lots of Smash ups.
0: Just thinks they want to smash, and I smash good.
1: They really suck. So, <laughs> yeah, there's just glass yeah. everywhere. So I'm going to have to go back there with, like, a dustpan and maybe, like, a sifter.
0: Or a vacuum. It's a big old shop vac with a long extension cord from your car. Yeah. <laughs> Real long.
1: But Anyway, uh, and then I'm going to try and speak to local park authorities who can maybe get some more trash cans installed or we can donate it through oh no disc golf more trash cans or i can go put out buckets you know for cigarette butts or
0: just you just got to get permission first yeah we know that
1: i do know that Mm -hmm. can't just go put stuff out there but
0: nope. then then you look like
1: the guy who's littering. this guy just left a bucket of sand out here what the heck what oh, the other gig? thing that I would like to do is to put circle markers out on a lot of the local courses. So just like a thirty three foot piece of string with a washer on the end of it connected to the oh. basket or like interesting you know, center. Uh-huh. So easily definable circle. Yeah. I think it's helpful for new players. I can see that. To have a nice visual like that. At least on the first f- at least cardinals. on the first hole. Regardless, I do too. And I'm I lately I've just been measuring it with my uh, rangefinder because you're fancy. I am fancy. Yeah, whenever it's like eleven point one yards, I'm like yes. <laughs>
0: it says so right here.
1: Like I, I'm not flipping it. I'm not putting the mini down. It's perfect right here. Yeah, leaving it. Uh, but yeah, that's my whole rant. I think. Pick up your please. Pick up your trash.
0: Come on, say it again. You know you you know you wanna.
1: Please, please, please pick up your trash.
0: Pick up your fucking trash.
1: And cigarette butts. Like, it's it's yes. literally in the rules of disc golf. You're breaking the rules of disc golf by littering. We're going to give you all strokes. I would, too. If I saw somebody throw a cigarette butt down, I'd be like, that's literally a stroke. Oh, dude, I'm becoming a real asshole.
0: <laughs> nice. I don't want to play with you anymore. Yeah. That's, uh... So just call it quits here. Yep.
1: Thanks for coming, everybody. I'll take all your discs. Bye, guys.
0: Oh, I'm not quitting. I'm just quitting with you.
1: Oh. (laughs) Oh, no.
0: (laughs) Uh, Just kidding. If Kyle's done with this trash talk, I would just like to congratulate my brother on hitting his first ace today.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah, hit it before I did, so. Where? Um, at a little course, it's like a mostly like putt and approach kind of thing. It's like a, it's not, yeah, it's, it's nothing like super fancy. It's all like transit baskets or movable baskets, like the black hole transit lights or whatever they're called. Okay. But it's in Melvindale in the Detroit area. And it's kind of like his home course. It's about 15, 20 minutes away. So it was a really good course for him to, for him to learn on. Um, it was like a 150 foot like right to left or left to right shot so still had to put some put some angle on it to get it perfectly hey still excited regardless yeah that's so.
1: awesome i only have two aces this year so far so
0: yeah i don't have any so no aces ever so i'm I not have,
1: mad Yep, yeah, just two <laughs> one at the putting course it was 102 feet at uh beaver ranch and i had my west creek one you just says two ninety five, but I think it's three hundred. Oh, is that the one? Instinct. Where can. you threw it on your practice shot. Uh it was my second shot.
0: No. Oh, oh, oh. I still count it. Yeah. I don't, but my first shot hit the we pole. We don't have to get into that. And I was like I just I need to care. I just need to throw
1: it a little bit harder. It was all I, I literally said that. I was like, all I need to do is throw it a little bit harder.
0: Did it would it have counted in a tournament? No. No. It would have been a three.
1: Well, if I threw another disc and didn't call provisional, then technically that would have been, yeah, a three. Mm-hmm. But, hey, it would have been a good three. Three. It was a sweet three,
0: especially since your disc was parked under the basket after hitting the pole, I'm sure. It was, too.
1: <laughs> yeah, I haven't even given myself a chance lately on that hole, too. It's really annoying yeah that'll happen i'm like afraid to go deep
0: yeah so again congratulate sean oh yeah Yeah. congratulations
1: sean that's so cool and aces are the best coming up any any amount of distance awesome coming up it'll
0: be this friday me and sean are taking a disc golf road trip we are taking off from akron and heading to airport the old airport course i can't remember where it is and then we're heading up to Traverse City, and we're staying there for a weekend, and hitting all the courses in the area before coming
1: back. So,
0: super excited about that. That's all I have for my disc golf news. That sounds fun. Nothing about trash here.
1: I, I don't know. I, I've just gotten really uh, focused on that. I need to. Yeah. I need to improve. This area is too nice. Like Denver's too nice to have all of these courses so trashed. You know. Yeah.
0: Well, my trash. In Cass City isn't all that bad. Like, especially now, I literally just take a bag out with me every round and I pick what I find and I usually fill like one and a half Walmart bags. I usually have like a few things I'm throwing out on the course and then the bags usually full at the end of it. But I don't get the glass because there's a lot of broken glass down the hill of
1: 17. Poor puppies. Yeah, it's really annoying. I'm gonna have to look up the best way to deal with that. I'm sure there's some some tips online. Probably. If any, hey, if anybody out there knows, just hit me up on Instagram. Help me out.
0: Yeah. Help us. Fi- help him figure it out. And if it works good enough, I'll probably do it at Cast City too. Anyways, moving on to the MVP Open. I, this is my favorite course, I
1: think, ever. Before we begin on this, we forgot to do fire rounds again. Yes. And we're grip horrible. six pick six this time. Yep. Man, yep, we're- we didn't do. We didn't knew either of them. Either of those two. I things. remembered on what, Saturday?
0: <laughs> yeah, Saturday, like halfway through round two, you texted me, we forgot, and I said, Okay, I take Eagle for yesterday.
1: Yeah. It's like, oops, I remembered it day in. But I had been working a lot, so don't it's my fault. I blame me. Yeah.
0: I and I just think I kinda have no chance to come back, so I don't even try that hard anymore.
1: Well then we should restart. You just you I'm baby. just
0: see, I'm just thinking of ways for next year to big make it a little baby. bit more fun. He's a, a big
1: know. old baby. Mm-hmm. Mad that he l- not,
0: sad that he lost. I'm not even sad. I just don't feel like doing it ever.
1: You don't have to win for it to be fun. I never said I'm not even having fun. I still enjoy rooting
0: for the player when I pick it. I just don't think about doing it because I don't feel like I have a chance of winning.
1: I'm just forgetful.
0: Yes. Um, Anyway, MVP Open at Maple Hill is my favorite disc golf course, my favorite one to watch the pros play, my dream course to go and play, I think. Just all around looks like an absolutely amazing piece of property, but there feels like there's some issues with it that may cause problems in the future of disc golf. One There's those few holes where you can like watch them, like number eight, where people can kind of sit there and watch and spectators can sit there and watch. But it doesn't feel like it's an easy course for people to continue to follow the card. And two, it's not easy for live coverage. There's always problems at this course for live coverage. And why I don't have a problem with that, I feel like going towards the future. People will move towards more of the golf courses because it's easier to make public and make more money that way. So I'm scared that we might lose it eventually.
1: Or they can just get, you know, better cell service in that area.
0: Hoping so that's the uh, you know hoping for anything to keep to keep it as like the the premier stop. I feel like every everybody I think loves this course. Even I feel like the people who don't normally shoot here shoot well here. Love the course.
1: It's definitely like a top three for me, I think.
0: Yeah. It's rated the number one course in the world on UDisc. I think, the, you know, there's a couple places over in Europe that would probably compete with it, but, and everyone has their own taste. So I'm not saying it's everybody's favorite course, but it is an amazing, amazing piece of property. And I love everything about it. Agreed. Anyway, it was a very exciting weekend. I didn't finish the last round. I know the results, but I didn't get to sit down and watch it yet. I watched it live. Yep. Eagle shot some heaters round one and two, but wasn't able to hold on in round three. And he dropped the lead and ended up tied with Ricky. In second place at 19 under, and Adam the Sledge Hammis... Finished first at negative 22.
1: Big sledge. Excited for
0: Adam winning. Yeah, super excited for Adam winning. He's having one hell of a year. Would have liked to see Eagle at the top because it gave him a chance to be tied for most wins, like like most uh, elite series wins in a season with Paul McVeth. So that would have been kind of cool to see him up there. But what are you going to do?
1: He had a first available hit that made me feel good about you know, when I I do that too, so sometimes.
0: Well, that's good. I'm glad he could make you feel better. That's uh, the only reason he did it. And honestly, Adam deserved the win. He shot, for sure. what, nine down the last round?
1: Shot incredibly one bogey.
0: well. Pretty sure it was nine down and one bogey, which is just... And it was
1: like seven down through the front nine.
0: Yeah. He it's was just insane. on fire. Just a tear. So that'll be fun to watch once I get around to it. But shout out to Adam. For such an awesome win on the fpo side of things i watched round one and that was all i got to watch but it was a really tight race coming into round two i think the lowest score was one under and ever like four or five people at even so knew it was gonna play off to be you know exciting but by the end of round three cat Pretty much ran away with it. Paige Pierce came in third at four over. Kona Panis in second at three over. And Katrina Allen in first at four under. So seven strokes.
1: It's huge. Yep. Keeps happening in FBO. Yep. Been a weird year for them. Always seems like one person just goes off.
0: No one else can catch them. Yeah. I do want to quickly talk about how we thought Paul Macbeth was going to come out of Worlds and just win everything. And he's been pretty quiet for Paul Macbeth. You know, he's still, he's still in a lot of top tens. And he's not playing bad by any means. But he's been a lot quieter than I expected Paul Macbeth to be. We'll You're see sure. how he finishes off the season. But pretty crazy. It could happen. Well, that's about it for the MVP Open.
1: Three. Two, one, top, top five. five. Oh, yeah. You remember how last time I was like, oh, it's perfect. It was horrible. It was so bad. It was so off. <laughs>
0: uh. <laughs> um, For our top five this week, we picked our top five most underrated discs. So... Discs that we like, that we throw, that we don't think gets enough credit. And
1: we didn't All. pick an EMAC Truth right off the bat.
0: No, because everybody loves that. And if you don't, you're wrong. For number five, I picked the DDX. It's a distance driver by Discmania. And you may have
1: heard of it if you've listened to the, this show before.
0: I'm sure we've talked about it. It's my personal favorite distance driver, especially in swirly S-Line plastic. It just it feels perfect in the hand, and it feels like it has just enough stability to flip up and turn, but dependable enough to kind of come back at the end. So, can't beat it. DDX, check them out.
1: I chose the number four, and I went with the Dismania Astronaut. I haven't heard enough about this disc, and I picked it up randomly at a tournament because I had some coupons, and love it. It's a hyzer flip machine. Love how it's beating in. Want another one. It's fantastic. Goes farther than everything else in my bag. Yeah.
0: I've heard a few people talk about the astronauts, but not a lot of people give that active line of Dismania a try. Kind of turned off by the look of the plastic.
1: Kind of feels like Champion to me, you know that uh, yeah. Lucid, that Nema, you know, clear, hardish plastic. But it's kind of tacky. It's like a. It almost yeah. feels like a mix between Star and like uh, Lucid, yeah. You
0: know? Yeah, it's made by Yukin out of China, so it's like their plastic. So it is. I'd say if there's one thing China
1: is known for. It's producing plastic, so... I'm just kidding. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> no, they're known for making everything now. Yeah, pretty much.
0: Including plastic. Including and plastic. great discs that people don't throw.
1: Called astronauts. It wants to go to the moon.
0: To the moon! My number three that I picked is The Warrior by Gateway. It is in kind of overstable mid-range. It's not like crazy overstable by any means, but it is a very large diameter disc. So it's like it's it's like the size of a Comet, um, which is like, you know, really big. So it has tons of glide to it, and it's like a really easy-throwing, glidey, overstable mid-range. It's, there's honestly, I don't think a lot of discs out there that are like it. I actually don't have one. My fiance got one when we went to a disc golf store to get her first bag, and I steal hers a lot to throw because <laughs> it is such a it's such a cool disc. You can't throw it forehand at all. I mean, you can. It just kind of feels weird.
1: Oh, you know, but one that like... I picked out of the storage, the Soul, because I lost the my me- I lost my Meteor. Oh, yeah you like it? it? Yeah, it's working. Throw it flat and it just turns over and just holds it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Pretty I sweet. gave my soul to, to Brittany
1: as well. I feel like I could Heiser flip it pretty easily too. Oh yeah, you just can't
0: crank on it or else it's freaking turning and burning.
1: Yeah, but something shorter than my Roadrunner, maybe a little bit more touchy. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah no, uh, that's what, what is it? The first or second week of my league, I gave a soul away as a CTP prize, or the league I started, gave a soul away as a CTP prize, and it's the dude's, like, favorite disc in the woods now. He used to throw a buzz, and now he realizes how, like, how good it is to have an understable because instead of it fading off and, like, kicking a tree, it just keeps, like, going straight and dying straight, so.
1: Number two, another Discmania product, The Instinct. Instinct Gang
0: it's about a gang for kyle
1: it's just just one you know one thing no you say emac truth gang truth gang but yeah uh instant you know Instinct gang as well gang gang two two gangs gang gang you've heard me talk about it if you haven't heard me talk about it go back and listen to any other episode i'm sure i've talked about it the instinct is one of the best discs sorry one of the best discs in the world i would say Maybe like right above T-Bird, so if you like throwing T-Birds, go try an Instinct. It's a little bit more reality, goes a little bit farther. Super fucking amazing.
0: And they make, I like the neoplastic. I'm a big
1: fan of what the neoplastic feels like. Feels amazing, beats in perfectly, slowly, dependably. You know, right where it's going to go, right where it's going to fade. Like, no surprises, so good.
0: And if you like dying discs, I hear the white Neo dies really, really well. I personally don't know because I don't dye discs, but...
1: Eric, take it away, number one.
0: For our number one, we picked the Arrow B Epic. If you don't know what this disc is, I'm sure a few Google searches or a Reddit search on disc golf can help you find it out. But Kyle had one. What'd you find it? I did. I found it in a tree. Okay, so Kyle found this arrow be epic. It is the most ridiculous feeling disc you can ever own. You try to throw it backhand, you try to throw it forehand, and it doesn't do almost anything, I don't think. I don't remember it that. Dove much, to the ground, yeah. Yeah, it is like you're just like, This is trash. And then you throw it overhand and it flies for forever. It's insane. It is such a cool spectacle to see people crank on these Aerobie epics and get them to fly like upwards of 350, 400 feet, like with with pretty ease. You know they that's, you're still throwing hard overhand, so you can tell they're still putting some some work behind it,
1: but it just looks so insane. Shout out my buddy Aaron Poet, who throws an Aerobie epic. All he throws is a lot of lots of tomahawks, mostly is his game. And he puts, I think, 450 feet, flips over three times, and then just fades out. It's just beautiful. Craziest thing I've ever watched somebody throw.
0: So the disc was literally made to do that. And because an of that, if
1: you... Uh, yeah. hole offsets yep. the weight.
0: Yep. So if you have an AeroB Epic or found it and think it's trash, just take it into a field one day and throw a bunch of overhand throws with it and... And if you can't figure it out, you can sell it
1: online for like 35, 40 bucks because that's what I did. Yep. You can
0: do that. But figure it out first because it's so funny when you finally do it. it Yeah, I
1: should probably, you know, should have not sold it, but, you know, that's life.
0: Yep. It got you some discs, so that's all that matters. It did. Really did. So that was our top five. If you guys have any discs that are in your bag that you don't throw or other people don't throw, let us know what you think is an underrated disc.
1: And that's episode 33. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate if you made it to this point in the episode. Throw a like, leave a review, do something nice, do something crazy. Tell us you liked us, tell us you hated us, Whatever. I mean, if you made made it this far into the episode, and you hate us, this is just hate listening, I guess. We'll take it. Yeah, we'll take it. Leave a negative review. I (laughs) don't (laughs) know.
0: Don't do it just because, though. Only if you truly hate us. Either way. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening.
1: If you can't get enough of us here, you know where to find us. Search Oh No Disc Golf literally anywhere
0: today we listen to the trash man talk about his trash
1: i throw the trash into the ring and then i eat it
0: when we talked about the mvp open we also did a top five most underrated discs thanks for tuning in to episode 33 we'll catch you guys next week
1: we love doing it so thanks again catch you on the flip side everyone